is a, kind of a wonderful day because I feel honored and blessed to give the word. This is the last word of the year. But also this word should resonate over into the next year. Because not hopefully, that's right, hopefully. <laughs> because if we receive it and we adhere to it, it will carry you out through the next year. Because um, this word came to me sort of funny, funny like. And for those who are just looking for a word, the word for the day is wisdom. And it was funny what Doc was saying just a few minutes ago about how we're always looking for something and we leave and then we come back. And it was funny because the title of my message is Wisdom, Please Come Home. And the, the word wisdom, all it stands for is the quality of having experience, knowledge, and good judgment. And if we start out today, we're going to start out in James 1. Because when I look this word up, wisdom actually appears in the King James Bible a total of 367 times. And we all know from experience that whenever God reveals or something like that is repeated over and over and over again, that means it does have some type of importance of what's going on. The word wise actually appears 344 times. So God is telling us that we need to have wisdom and be wise about what we do in our, in our life, in our daily life. Because without wisdom, it can get us in a whole lot of trouble. Because people like to do things or go out and say, for instance, I can use myself as an example. Go out there and spend all your money giving it away, speeding, running up and down the road, doing things that really don't mean anything. And then you, by the time you grow up and look around, you don't spend a whole bunch of money. And you don't, and if you don't gain no wisdom, you will repeat it again. And you'll lose and you'll continue to lose. That's why so many people out here today aren't winning. It's not because they don't have the, the knowledge. It's that they don't have the wisdom behind it. Because the person who came to me and has, actually helped me hatch this this. this blessing about this word is they came to me and said, oh, I got a word for you. So I, I, as, as a minister, I listened. The word that they tried to put over this house, they said it was the spirit of Leviathan was in this house. Now, I, I, I told her, I said, no, that's not right. Because I do research, and people don't know that when you go out here and you start saying things, and you don't use wisdom behind it. Study, show yourself approved, the Bible says, but still, you got knowledge, but you're not using it correctly. Because when they told me about this word, blah, 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 Leviathan, whatever, I studied it, looked at it, and said, no, it's not true. <laughs> so I called them back, and I gave them a word. I said, the word is perfection. This house represents perfection. We've learned from a, perf a perfect knowledge of wisdom of God. That's what we've been taught. Everything that we've been shown through this house is because we have a person in this house who's, a perf who's, who's not perfect, but 
He strives on perfection. That's what God wants out of each and every one of us. And if we follow within his footsteps and we learn, we not only will be perfected in our craft, but we also be perfected in our souls. It's not saying that we are perfect. It's just how you do things. James 1 reads, let's see, 1, 1 verse 5, reads, If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally, and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. All we have to do is ask God, and it will come, you know. Because, like I said, it takes a lot of people to get this thing here to run the way it does. It's been perfected not by man, but through Christ. And it's all because we have wisdom, we have the knowledge, and as long as I've been here, we have plenty of experience on how to work this thing. So this is just not no fly-by-night Stick a, stick a fork in it and say it's done type ministry. This is a tried, tested, and proven ministry. Because of what we do here is nothing like anything else you'll see out here in this world. I've been to different churches, been a member of some of them, but nothing like this. This is an experience for those who don't know. This has nothing to do with my <laughs> what I'm supposed to be teaching, but it's from experience that wisdom shows and wisdom will shine through every time. Let's move on. Proverbs 1, verse 7. And when I looked at this one, this one kind of threw me off this morning. I'm going to just go ahead and start out in Proverbs 1, verse 1. The Proverbs of Solomon, the son of David, king of Israel. To know wisdom and instruction, to perceive the words of understanding, to receive the instruction of wisdom, justice, and judgment, and equity, to give suitably to the simple, to the young man, knowledge, and discretion. See, when we are young, all God gives us is knowledge and, and, and discretion. We have to have experience to gain wisdom. A wise man will hear and will increase learning. And a man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsels. Again, the person who called me got received after, the, after they gave me the word and I gave the word back to him, received wise counsel because I studied it and I gave them my authority over it. I say, okay, this is what's going on. If you don't know, you ask the right person. Because anybody who knows me, I listen first. And then I answer. I may not come right back to you, but give me a minute. I'll answer you. Because the Lord is a reason why the Lord gave us two ears and one mouth. Quick to listen, slow to talk. Because when we go out there and start running our mouth, you can, and I, it takes, like I said, it takes years and experience 
Because once you go out there and say something, you can ruin somebody's day, life, or their salvation. I don't want that on my head. So what I do is I sit down and I, I wait for wise counsel. I will even talk to some who, who know more than I do. Because how else can you find out unless you talk to somebody and figure out what's going on with you? You know, it's not only that, but, you know, it keep you from hurting somebody or hurting yourself. To understand, verse 6 reads, to understand a proverb and the interpretation, the words of the wise and their dark sayings. So you got to listen and be understanding of what's going on. Verse 7 reads, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. But fools do what? Despise wisdom and instruction. So those who are not doing it already got one foot in the ground talking about I'm a, I'm a wise man, but you out here running your mouth and you're a fool because you don't have the experience or the wisdom to tell anybody anything. So you go out here and you say, well, this is going on in this church. You hop, 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 and you go to church and this hop in all these different churches. Then you come out and say, well, I, they got this going on over here. No you a fool because there ain't, ain't nothing like that happening over here. I don't see it. If I'd have seen it, I would have, I would have said something about it. You question it. You just don't sit there and point fingers and say this is what's going on and you don't know nothing about it. Because until you read the other words, look at look a little further on down in the word and say, okay, wait a minute. Maybe that's not right. And like I told him, I said, I can see where your word will mix up with perfection because perfection, just like, just like that Leviathan spirit, it'll cause havoc. But when we deal with perfection, we stir it up and we try to perfect it, break it down. Where Leviathan just wants to come through and tear up everything, wreak havoc all over everybody. Everybody being here crazy if, we, if that was running through here because it, nobody would be here. Let's move on. Proverbs 2. I'm going to come out of verse 6. I think I'm moving a little too fast this morning. And again, it says, For the Lord giveth wisdom. Out of his mouth cometh knowledge and understanding. Again, can't have one without the other. You can have plenty of knowledge. But again, if you don't use it correctly, you ain't nothing but a fool because that's what the Bible said. Because you're using all, all you're doing is saying that's just like we used to say back in the day about these kids. You know, you got book smarts, but you don't have no street smarts. Amen. I know I used to do it all the time. But one thing they didn't know about me. I was a nerd back in the day. So I was what you call a street nerd because not only did I run with the crowds. But I knew some of the things that they were doing. Nah, we ain't going to try at home. <laughs> I'm going to be at home. <laughs> Y'all going out there. And I got a whole lot of friends right now in this day in jail because of that. It was time to say, okay, I'm putting this up. I ain't trying that. Y'all go ahead and have that. Because that's where your knowledge comes in. That's where wisdom shows. Like, wait a minute. I, last week, so-and-so got locked up for that. 
I'm not going out there. Like I told somebody else, it took me one DUI, one, to quit drinking. Because I said, Lord, I ain't going back to that place no more. I don't have no reason to be on California Avenue when I got kids to raise. I have no reason to be down on California Avenue when I got house payments and car notes and car insurance. Things that make that everybody, you know, buying clothes for your kids, putting food on the table. I get three meals in a cot down there on California Avenue, but they ain't paying none of my bills. None of them. Haven't seen nobody yet go to prison and somebody else pay your bills. Somebody else will raise your children. The system will get them. Or another person will take over your spot. Lord knows I don't want no rocks crying out for me. None. I'm going to take care of mine, do what I have to do, and I pray that you do too. Because we all need to have a little wisdom going on until the next year. If you learn, if you if you had anything going on bad this year, learn from it. Take it to heart. You only have one life to live. Next year, look back on this year and say, okay, what did I do wrong? That's called taking inventory. So that way you don't take that mess into the next year. Same thing when we up here on this pulpit, when we speaking to you from spirit to spirit. Not man to man. Don't look at me and say, okay, he told me. No, I didn't tell you nothing. The word's telling you what to do. Because if you start looking at man, he can tell you anything. If you don't get in this book and see what it says, ask the Lord for wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. That way, when you go out next year, You'll be prepared because most people don't understand. Because you got knowledge, you think you can do this. And I told another pastor this. And they said, I don't understand why people don't accept what I say. Because you don't know your enemy. You're going into battle. Your enemy's already prepared because they already know what you're going to say. The enemy has more Knowledge than we do most time because they, they got more wisdom. They, oh, here they come. They get ready. Give me this word, this, this word, this, that word. That. I don't want to hear that. And that's what they tell him. And then when you come in there with your Bible, something talking about this is what we need to do. This is what you need to do to be safe. They already got you pegged out. They know what you're coming at. But in this house, we've learned. And I, I've told I've done it myself. You got to meet people where they are. In order for you to get any kind to make any kind of movement or to get them to see things your way, you know, it, it might not take be all the way, but if you keep going back, you keep pounding a little bit at a time, inch by inch, you'll end up, you'll be in their heart. You'll have God in their heart. And they'll see the God in you, and then they're going to want to be a part of that. They're not going to want to be a part of something because it's all you see is the glitter and the glow on the outside. They want to know what's in your heart. Just like I want to know what's in everybody else's heart. I can't be your friend if you don't know what's going on in here. Vice versa. 
And, and how can I be a good friend if I'm not listening to you trying to figure out what you're going through? I may not be able to say, okay, I understand, but brother, let me pray with you. Brother, let's see if we can figure out a way to help you out. I'm not going to be the one running around saying, oh, you know what's going on with Brother Phil? You heard about him? Brother Tom, you know, Brother Tom got some things going on over here. You hear about what he doing? That's carrying mess. That's not being a man or, or, or a man or a woman of God when you out here telling people stuff. Because now you don't betray their trust. And they don't want to listen to you no more. They don't want to understand what you got to say. They're not going to listen to what's coming up here at the pulpit because we done did some crazy stuff. We got to have knowledge, people, for one. Then you got to understand that everybody does not serve God the same way. You serve God. Wisdom comes, like I said again, with experience. And some of these men and women, I know, like I said, I know personally. They don't want to go through all that. They already been, they figure they have already been through the trenches that this is how they should live and this, and you got to praise them the same way you do. I'm supposed to jump up and shout and hallelujah, scream and all that and, and like, like Dr. Mel, like I said, go, I'll bullshit all the bubble. Man, that's garbage. Tell me, that don't, ain't none of that in the Bible. I haven't yet looked in the Bible where it says, a booba, a booba. Nothing. That's what it is, nothing. Because I have not once looked in this Bible, and it says I need to shout and jump across my head and crack my head on the floor to get the Holy Ghost to come into my spirit. When all I have to do is open up my heart and say, God, come in. That's it. God, give me the wisdom, knowledge, and endurance to, to go through, to help somebody else, to be a part of somebody else's life, because my life is, I'm going to tell you right now, my life already jacked up, so I might well go ahead and jack on somebody else and say, let me help them out, because I'll worry about this later. Because sometimes it feels good to help somebody out when you're going through. Amen. Sometimes it makes you feel a whole lot better when you can help somebody else, even when you're going through. That's why I wear this smile on my face, because I know what's in here. I know what's in here. It's a lot of garbage in here. But I allow, I allow God to shine through all that garbage. He overlooks everything that's in here. He's, he's the one who polishes me off. He's the one who says, Jamie, go out there and help him. Jamie, go out there and be a good husband. Jamie, go out there and be a good father. Stay strong and persevere. I have you. He has my back. I don't call Dr. Manley or Brenda every time I got a problem. I don't call Tom every time I have a problem. I call y'all sometimes when I'm feeling good. Because, and if I know that I can come in here and see somebody going through and say, you know what? Maybe I need to call him later on today. I don't know what's going on. I don't know the circumstances. But best believe whatever they are, if once you tell me, they go from your ear, from your mouth to my ear. No further. No further. Anybody in this house can attest to that. 
You haven't heard me speak about nobody because that's not my place. My place is to help enlighten and lift the spirits in this house. And like I told the person that was on the phone with me that time, I said, I found out my calling. I don't care what you say about House of Destiny. I am the guardian of this house. So when you come in here with some craziness, thinking, oh, Dr. Man ain't going to get mad. No, you ain't got to worry about him. You ain't got to worry about Brendan. You better be worried about the one sitting over in the corner that's quiet. That's me. And I'm looking. And when you, by the time you figure out you want to raise up and do something crazy, we'll be escorting you out the door. Because we don't need that here. We never had it here. Never had that. We had some backbiters in here, but they're, they're, they're gone. That's why this church is so close-knit. That's why when most people leave, they know that they can come back. And, and when they come back, it's not, I told you so. No, I still love you. Because every man must choose his own road or path which he wants to lead. But like they say, if you learn from the Father, all roads come where? Back home. All roads come back home. When you're seeking the right wisdom, let's move to James 3, verse 17. When we, and when we're seeking this wisdom, and we do it right, because there's only one that is pure. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure. It says, then peaceable, gentle, and easy to to be entreated, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. Learn, children. This house is full of wisdom. This house. Not just this house, not just your house, but this house together. All these words that were just spoken are in this church. We never hypocrite. We'll never be a hypocrite of anybody in here. You do what you want, and we we speak a good word to you. I know because I've heard it, and I've actually uh, how you say it uh, endured it because sometimes we we have to go through. But when we're going through, we're learning, or you should be learning. Because if you're not, you're going to make that same mistake again. Because that's, how, that's where growth comes from. Growth comes from within and up above. You've got to give God his, his due. I'm not standing here because I'm a good speaker. I'm not standing here because I've been in this church longer than just about anybody else. I'm not standing here because I know how to run the cameras just about as bad as good as anybody in this house. It's not because of my work ethics in this house. It's because of my work ethics at home in my church. It's learning how to study this word, being taught this word. Was it perfect? No. 
Was it something that I needed? Yes. Because what was what I was hearing is what God wants us to do. And and he's shown me, well, I want to say 13, 14 years now, probably longer than that. I've been a member of this house. And the word has came forth. And like I say, I can say I've seen them come and I've seen them go. And one thing I know is that the overseers of this house have always been the same. And like I said, I've seen God's perfect work in this house. And I've seen what perfection can do. Because perfect ain't always a good thing. Perfection has has ways that, that can be hurt. It can cause people to become, what do you want to say, uh, what's that word? Uh, not only hurt, but uh, depressed. Because I've even felt it. You know, you, you go out here and you put all your, all your energy into building someone or something only to have it say, you know what, I don't need you no more. I, don't, I, I know more than you now. I don't need you no more. It breaks your heart. Like a father with his children. Thank you, Lord. Our father is the same way. He's given us everything, and sometimes we turn our back on God and say, you know what, I, I'm good now. I'm good. I don't need it no more. Until we fall and bust our head, crack a head halfway, like, they, like Bernie Mac just said, down to the white meat. And now all of a sudden you need God again. Or you need this house again. Or you need great counsel from this house again. Then you say, well, uh, how am I supposed to act? Do just like God. We, right, we here, we do just like God say. We set you back in. Ain't nothing else we can do. We're not here to point fingers or say it's your fault. That's not my job. My job is to help you, heal you. Let's, let's build you back up. Hopefully this time you'll stick a little bit longer. Hopefully this time you'll say, you know what? I'm tired of running up and down the road. I'm tired of cracking my head on the asphalt. I'm tired of being beat down by society and what man has for me. Man ain't got nothing for me. Only thing, God, only thing man has for me is at the end of the week, where's my paycheck? Because other than that, God knows he got me. Because even if that paycheck don't come in, he gives me a great mind and say, okay, you know what? It's time to move from here. We need to find something else. I'm in good enough health to say, you know what? I can get up and do whatever I feel like doing in the morning. If I want to leave a job, I can. And I've always been that way since the time I was old enough to work. Don't just give me what I don't want just what man has for me anymore. What man has for me is only limited. It's only temporal. What God has for me is forever. And with his wisdom, I can endure anything, everything, and anyone. Don't allow the world to put you in a box. I serve a God who is omnipotent, all power. And sees all, knows all. 
there is no man who can be in more places than one. He can't. He can either be here or he can be there. So if his power is only limited to how much his wallet or how big his, his billfold is or how far he can stretch a dollar, he's limited. Serve the unlimited. Become one with the unlimited. And you will see your potential grow. And, uh, and I like this. Dr. Manny say this all the time. A big shot is only a little shot who kept going. That's all it is. I found it out firsthand. I stopped at just being, you know what? This is, this is my job. This is going to be it. Nah. Let me, let me move on a little bit more. Let me keep moving. Let me keep motivating myself. Let me get up early. And even I, I used to tell, I wish Brother Ricky was here. He's in the hospital today, but we're going to pray for him. But, you know, that little man, God help him. That little man ain't nothing but a big shot because he refused to let anything hold him down. Even when he's suffering, even when he's hurting, he's, he's, he's still pressing. He still picks up and cleans up around his church. And I told him one day, we all should make, you know, mention it every now and then that when, some, when you're seeing somebody, he's, he, uh, you know, I hate to bring him up, but he told me one night, he said, he said uh, you know, uh, I, I told him first, I said, you know what, you're an inspiration to me. And he looked at me like, me? I said, yeah. I said, I don't know many people who have cancer, who had bones broke, who's, who's you know, been, been down or sick and couldn't get, wasn't supposed to be up walking, but you up here walking. Not only are you walking, but you in the church sitting, there, sitting in the pew. Not only are you sitting in the pew, but you come up here and clean up, come up these stairs and make sure water's here in the morning. I have never seen nobody with that much energy at his age. Except for me, Brother Tom, you know. But well, Brother Tom been around for a long time too now. <laughs> but these people, and I'm not going to count you out too, Brother Herbert, because I know you, you'll move too. And these people inspire me. You're inspiration. Because, it, and I, I wake up with headaches and backaches. And Lord knows sometimes I don't want to move. And I'm like, Lord, I say, if they can do it, why can't I? And that's all you need. That's all you need is that momentum to say, okay, why can't I? And, and, and your answer, if God was to answer, you'd probably say, I'm waiting to find out too. <laughs> because if they can do it, why can't you? Experience. Knowledge. Understanding. That's all wisdom is. But we got to be able to discern not only between who's good for us and who's not, but you also need to be able to discern the spirits that they're carrying around. Because the spirits that, that everybody carries is not, just like they say, it's not the same. 
Now you can have a like I say, you can have a spirit of corruption. Nobody will see that on the surface. You can have a spirit of disobedience, not always on the surface. These are hidden spirits. But we need to be able to discern. And the only way you're going to get that is you're going to come at getting this book and, and learn this knowledge. And then ask God for the wisdom. Because I won't say I made a mistake. Dr. Manley, me and him had a talking about this one time. It wasn't a mistake, but I learned from it. When I asked God to let me see what you see, he will show you. He will show you. And, and if you won't be wise about it, you'll be like, okay, I see now. Because as a parent, once you line up with God, and you say, God, show me these things. You can see from a father's perspective what he wants for his children, what he wants his children to become. And Lord knows I got four men now, and they not always want to do what I want them to do. But uh, just like the Lord, I have to love them. I have to stand behind them, and I have to keep pushing them. I have to keep arguing with them, got to keep fighting with them. And sometimes chastise them. Because that's what our Father does for us. We only become better by the people we surround ourselves, not by the people, but the people, yeah, I would say the people we surround ourselves with. Because if you don't have at least one person that's willing to help you out in that crowd, you doomed. We're blessed. There's more than one person in this church is willing to help us out at any given time. Some of us can't do it all the time, but we're there. Let's move on to Proverbs You get that say amen. This is the part I like. Because when we seek in the right wisdom, this puts it on there. For wisdom is better than rubies, and all the things that may be desired are not to be compared to it. You can't and this is an old saying, too, in this house anyway, that you can't always compare what somebody else has with what you got. And I, I learned that the hard way, you know. But we all, that's how we learn. Some of us, we learn the hard way. You see a person, you can be the same age and say, well, why he got that? And all I got is this bucket. And I know for a fact, better have your boots on when you start doing things like that. Because people will go through a whole lot of you-know-what just to have nice things. And some of, like I say, and, and those who are doing it the right way, 
it's not only the S you have to deal with, but it's the S you have to put up with. Because I thank God for you know for for for, for my lessons that my family teach me. You know, not not <laughs> my immediate family. You know, not the church family, but my immediate family and my church family, because my church family is where I'm grounded. My immediate family, you got that. Eh? You don't know what I had to do to get that. And, and, and besides, why are you worried about it? If, if if my God allows me to have it, what's your problem? Well, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Well, no, you're not saying. And I told somebody this one time before. You like my car? It just get me back and forth to work. But if you really want it, take up the car payments. You can do what you want with it then. Pay the insurance on it. And you can definitely have it. If that's what you want, go for it. You got to pay it. And like they say, that song says, it's, it's, you pay the cost to be the boss. That's why you don't see me fighting for a seat up here at this pulpit. It's, it's costly to run this house. You don't, like I said before, most people come in here and start talking. They don't know what goes on through this house to get this house to open its doors on Sunday. Make sure the light's on. Make sure when we come in this church that it's comfortable for us to sit in here. And we're not sitting out in the cold or the elements in the rain and stuff like that. It may be raining on the outside. But if God is in your life, it is sunshine in your heart. And it's going to be like that as long as you stay with him. As long as we stay connected with Jesus, he's going he's to be with us all the time. And even in this Bible, Proverbs 3, 5 says, do not lean unto your own understanding. Seek God for understanding. So why are we worried about what somebody else has? Why we can't get what they got? Oh, you can get it, but it's going to cost you. My credit ain't, 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 ain't perfect, but I know I'm going to do a lot of stuff to get it right. But the thing is, we have to maintain that level of perfection that God expects from us. The only way we're going to get that level of perfection is you got to use your wisdom. You got to use wisdom. And, it come, and again, it comes through experience, knowledge, and understanding. Because without those, we'll never get to the next level. We'll never be, like we always say, we always I, I used to say this all the time, and, and then I got corrected. I feel like I'm not where I'm supposed to be. You're right where you need to be. Because if you weren't doing, if you weren't, if you weren't taking care of business when you were younger, you're right where you need to be. Because that's where God wants you. Or that's where you actually placed yourself. Because we, we, we lack the wisdom. We lacked the understanding. We didn't care. We thought we knew everything. And that's why I try to be on my kids about all the time. You know, don't, don't think you know everything. It'll get you in a lot of trouble. Ask questions. 
Don't be afraid to go out and say, I need help. Because when we lack those things, that part of our knowledge, it can, it can hinder us. It hinders growth. And uh, again, I, I never want to be that way again. Because first of all, I'm too old. And secondly, I like to have money in my pocket. Thirdly, I like to go when I'm ready. I like my freedom. <laughs> I love my freedom because <laughs> California Avenue ain't handing out no freedom. Then <laughs> they'll lock you up and they'll keep you there until you pay that money. Or you do your time. So twenty eighteen. It's truly been a fascinating year, that's all I'm gonna say about it. <laughs> And, uh, you know, prayerfully and hopefully at 2019 will be a whole lot better because I followed the words from this house in the beginning of this year where it said it's gonna, we was going to prosper. I don't know who all prospered or who all didn't. And I'm not going to lie and say I didn't. I prospered. Now, was it what I want? No. But, will it, will it, but what it did is it motivate me to go further? Like you say, that little shot still moving. One of these days, my father will make me a big shot. And it might not happen until I get to heaven, but whether or not it happens then, I'm still going to be that same one still going. I want to be like that little energizer bunny. And I've told somebody else this before. My cousin said, man, you're an engineer, and you, you, ca- you do carpentry work. You know how to work on cars. You drive trucks. I say, when I leave this earth, I want this to be used up. Because he gave me that. He didn't say hide them in the dirt. He said use it. That's what I do. I use my gifts. And I keep moving. And I don't allow, I don't allow anybody or anyone to hinder my, my progress. Because once you start doing that, You'll become, you'll fall back into that foolishness or those foolish ways. You know, we got to ask God for wisdom. We got to maintain it. Pass it on. Don't just hold on to it. Pass it on. If you know something, if you know someone who's going through anything or you know somebody who needs help, send them down, house of destiny. Pass that wisdom on. Pass that knowledge and experience on. Because we all need it. Amen.